Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. How are you doing? I see you're turning your phone off this morning. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, man, I can't help it. Everybody calls and wants something. Yeah, I think uh, last episode we were having a little bit of phone issues. Or People two keep joining ago. us. Yeah, okay. That's a good thought. How are you doing today, man? I'm it, doing fantastic. It's, it's another chilly morning here in Central Florida, which we love. Absolutely love. How are you doing? You doing good? I'm doing good. Hey, tell me about GRP Studios. Why is everybody coming here lately? Well... We give away a free car every day. No, we don't give away a free car. Jeez. We Without away, the key. Actually, maybe this guy sitting next to us today is going to be a lot of fun talking with Jason, but we give away a free home, keys to a home. Yeah, I don't want to get in that conversation no, with him either. No, no, no. We're GRP Studios here in Longwood, Florida, which we're sitting at doing the podcast today. We have a great guest in here this morning, but uh, Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, Tim at grpstudios.com, 407. Let's go with 8626882. What about you, Mr. Craig Lyson? I can never look at you when I dock this because I, I blow up it really <laughs> bad. So right now my phone number is 407-745-5779. That's growth. But I think with the person that we coming in here, uh, they've got a really great organization you and I both belong to. Yep. And now we got the big cheese, the head honcho. I know. And, and the thing of it is, his rank, blow us out of the water. Even if we put both of our ranks together, he'll blow us out. If we put both our ranks together, it <laughs> won't even combine. And he is the top dog now at this organization, which we'll get into. But before we go too much farther, Mr. Jason Alderman, a realtor now. He is a Marine veteran. Typically, we, we make fun of Marines. Don't do it. Being Air Force guys. Look how big he is. Don't I know. do it. <laughs> We kind of we kind of dog Marines and realtors. So you're getting double dosage today. We don't have any crayons. I'm sorry, we did not have any crayons to bring out. I know, but Jason Alderman, welcome today. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate the invite to come out. Always love to just let people know here in the Central Florida region what it is that that I do and why I love to uh, to help veterans. And it's going to come through pretty clearly from you, but give us the Reader's Digest. For those of you who don't know what Reader's Digest is, I know nobody reads anymore, but give us the condensed version. Give us your military background. What did you do, if you can tell us without having to kill us, and then what you're doing now? Well, I'm a retired Marine, just shot 23 years. I was a bulk fueler, which a lot of guys who were special forces always said that they were bulk fuel. So when I would tell somebody I was bulk fuel, then they're like, they, wink, would start, wink. they would start laughing. Yeah. No, but in my case, it was <laughs> was true. Started off enlisted, then I went the warrant officer route, stayed in the same community. Yep, retired just, I guess it was June of 17. When I got out, then, uh, you know, it was trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to continue to, to help people. I have a real passion to help veterans who are dealing with PTSD and things like that. And so that's kind of where where I got into, you know, real estate because I was like, well, maybe I can, as I'm showing houses, then I'll get to know them on a personal level. That was kind of my thinking on how I got into real estate. My mother and my grandmother were involved in real estate and it was always fun and challenging to me. So so they, they told you it was fun. They didn't tell you the real story behind it, did right. they? Right. I mean, I I would see my grandmother as she would go 
buy another house and she was writing a check for 200 grand. I'm like, it was a lot of hard work. People think, oh man, I see these guys on million dollar New York, LA, whatever. And they're like, oh, it's easy money. Oh my goodness. No, it's very hard. Usually people will get into it thinking they're going to make a lot of money quick. And uh, it just doesn't happen that way. Uh, There's a high turnover rate, about two or three years of being in when they realize they're not making any money. See, he must have read the script because those are all questions we're going to (laughs) ask. So that's... I tell you, he looked over like it was, I mean, at his rank, he skims and he goes. He knows the answers. He he knows the answers. (laughs) What was your initial thoughts coming out? Okay, now, obviously, there's not a whole lot of job availability for what you did in the Marine Corps. Why realtor, other than your personal experience? So what I did in the Marine Corps could correlate on the civilian sector as uh, a lot of my friends were getting out and they were becoming still working for the government GS positions and they were getting into uh, logistics management specialists, things like that, and jumping right into GS-12, GS-13 positions. And so I just didn't want to do that. I didn't feel like I was going to be helping people doing that other than padding my own bank account. But I retired to spend time with the family. And moving here to Orlando, there's not a great deal of transportation logistics management specialists here. There are some availabilities out in McDill, things like that. But I even applied, actually, out. I put my resume in, made it past the first, it was for a GS-14 position, made it past the initial cut, and um, somebody else ended up getting it who was already in the system. They moved from California. So I took that as a sign that from, you know, from God that, yes, this is, I'm meant to still be here with the family because that was the reason I retired. I, I wanted to do longer. My wife, I think her fun meter was pegged. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So you get out and you're going to decide, I'm going to do this. You had some experience mm-hmm. with your mom and, and your grandmother. Why Keller Williams? And we're, we're going to talk about that specifically. Why do you have a passion to help veterans? What is that all about? Craig and I started this because we want to help veterans emerging businesses, not small business. Why? What's your passion for helping vets? So I I was injured in 2004, and um, it was was, was pretty critical. Took me a long time to get back to full duty. But during that time, you know, I went through the whole, and for years afterwards, the depression and all that stuff was was diagnosed with PTSD and, you know, I didn't want to jump on all the meds that they were giving people because I, I felt like I could, I don't know, beat it myself with just being open and talking about it. And my wife was actually, when I was, I mean, I was selected for E7. I just didn't care anymore. I would get home from work. I would just sit on the couch, watch TV, was ignoring my family. My wife stood in front of the television, pointed her finger at me and was like, you need to get help. I'm like, you're right, I do. And I, I just wasn't ready at the time. I was still angry with God because my, my, my father passed away a week before I deployed, and then it was three weeks after he died in a car accident, then I was injured. So I was still dealing with that and a lot of different things. So being, you know, you hear about the 22 veterans a day that commit suicide, and it literally is no joke. I mean, almost every single month, somebody that I serve with, one of my Marines or one of my Marines, one of their friends, they're losing their battle to PTSD and their, you know, to their demons. And so it really bothers me that, and so I want to be able to help. I'm not a counselor myself, but I'm like, hey, give me a call, you know, in your dark times. And so I, I went searching for different organizations that were giving back 
two veterans. So I was introduced to Camaraderie Foundation and was that was part of their mentor leadership program, which is how I got involved with FAVOB, uh, Florida Association of Veteran-Owned Businesses. And the cool thing about it is the founder is the same person. So that so those are the two organizations that I just pour most of my my finances into. I donate to Camaraderie through every deal that I do to help with veterans and you know them receiving counseling. And then I used to donate a lot of my time to Favob, and now I've you're been, donating a uh, lot more time. A lot to more Favob. time. <laughs> yeah, you're now the chairman of Favob. Before we forget, how can people get a hold of you? Give them an email or phone number. How do people get a hold of Mr. Jason Alderman? Yeah, um, so my phone number is nine one zero five four five one four seven four. I still do have a Jacksonville, North Carolina number. I never changed it. So, yep, nine one zero five four five one four seven four. And then my email address is Jason with the number one alderman at Yahoo. So either one of those can get a hold of you. If you want to buy, if you're in central Florida and you want to buy a home, we're going to talk about that portion of it. But, and I know it's harder for some veterans to talk about what you just talked about. Those that are not willing to go do it, they end up being the ones that are part of the 22. When I was in 78 to 82, much different than when you were in. Craig was in, Craig retired, so he was in a lot longer than I was. It was different than it is now, much different. So I'm, I'm glad to see you giving back to that entire process. But we're here also to talk about what you do. We make fun of them all the time because there's only there's only a couple of realtors here in Central Florida, right? I don't know. His arms are bigger than my legs, so I, we just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> we get angry at God for a lot of things, but unfortunately, he lets us go through things because now you can help all those people that call. They could call me, and I wouldn't have any idea how to help you. Can You can help them. But why Keller Williams Realty? So my um, actually, my brother-in-law was in Keller Williams, and a really good friend of mine up in North Carolina was Keller Williams. And just talking with them, I understood that KW just provided the the training that was second to none. And so I figured, well, I'll, I'll join Keller Williams and receive the training, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But I mean, I've fallen in love with my office, with the people that I work with. They call it a culture. KW culture, and it's what it is. They always do a ton of things for the community through fundraisers, donating time, money, different things like that. It's just very refreshing to see that they're not all about making a ton of money for themselves, but they're giving back to the community as well. So, And that sounds like it plays into a lot of what you do, your community focus. And we're going to talk about your email tagline in the second half, but what are some of the things, our big thing is you don't know what you don't know until you realize you don't know it. Can you give me a couple of things that, even though you've had experience in realty, what are some of the things that you didn't know, you didn't know until you're like, oh man, being a realtor? From everything from writing a contract, which could take up to two hours initially to write a contract. Now we can probably do it in about you know, 10, 15 minutes. But just having that that eye, attention to detail, making sure you include every single little thing in there. And I have a couple stories about forgetting to put things in the contract. Thankfully, it all worked out in the end, but I, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go there because it makes me look kind of dumb. But that was that was years ago. That was years uh, ago. Was years before ago. you before you knew what you were doing. Um, but no, so what I and that was why I like Keller Williams is because of all the training. And I only had to make one or two, you know, mistakes rather than a ton of mistakes. So can you refresh? 
well, just some of the things you did not know that you didn't know. For us as emerging businesses, yeah. it's you didn't realize, oh my gosh, I've got to record that. I've got to take care of this. Well, that's right. I've got to pay for this insurance. I've got to do that. It's just because you're a small business. Correct. You are yeah. an emerging business realtor. You're not employed by KW. Mm-hmm. You are actually your own independent my, contractor. Correct. But you have the resources of KW to fall back on for help. Setting aside, when I get my check, it's like, oh, wow, I, you know, I'm paid. Well, now I have to manage where my money's going. So putting, putting money aside for, for taxes, putting money aside for my, market, for my business, marketing, advertising, you know, different things like that, savings, tithing, and then family. So at the end of the day, my actual take-home check is much smaller than... Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Just making sure, you know, following those guidelines to make sure that everything is is taken care of. Because, yes, that my first year, I didn't set anything aside. So then when it came to, oh, I want I want to spend some more money on advertising or marketing and things like that, I didn't have any more money because I hadn't saved for it. I didn't put that money in there. So, um, yeah. Just little little tiny things that, again, you don't realize. Did you have a business plan when you went into this, even though... Did Keller Williams say you need to put together a business plan for what you want to do selling homes? Yeah. So when I joined, I knew that I wanted to help veterans, but I didn't start off like doing a rebate or I didn't start off doing certain things that as I got into it, now I've created my niche and my niche is vets and first responders. And it's having a niche is so easy now because now I can those are my goals. That's who I lead generate to find. There's certain activities that I don't do that other realtors do because if I were to cold call or go for expired listings, I may or may not be finding that veteran and that's who I'm primarily trying to find. Yep. And I know a lot of people say, well, that's kind of not really fair. And you know what? Sorry, that's my passion. That's who I feel I'm being led to help. That's who I'm going to help. If you want somebody else that doesn't care who they help, I'm sure there's a couple of other realtors here in Central Florida that can help you out. But we're going we're gonna to come back on the second half of this podcast, talk about some more stuff about who you serve and why. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home, look no further than Marine veteran Jason Alderman with Keller Williams Advantage Realty in Oviedo. Jason has served his country, and now he serves the community by helping those desiring to buy, sell, or invest in real estate in the greater Orlando and Central Florida area. His commitment to his faith, his family, fellow veterans, and the community shine through in the way he gives back from all of his home transactions. Saving lives, one home at a time. Contact him today at 910 510- 545-1474 for all your real estate needs. Jason Alderman, serve the country, serving the community. All right, we are back with the second half. I guess I better start the, there we go, start the timer. You back? You ready? I'm ready, man. I'm up okay. one nap. Let's go. All right, we had a slight nap. We're in there with Jason Alderman, Keller Williams Realtor. Marine veteran, give everybody your opportunity to contact you again before we forget and we get out of here. All right. Yeah, sure. Jason Alderman. 
910-545-1474, and then Jason1Alderman at Yahoo. You were talking a little bit before in between sessions here about your dealings with Keller Williams and building a team. Tell me about building a team. You're an, you're an independent contractor, but you're talking about building a team. What are you, what are you looking to do when you're building a team? I'm very, it's really, really hard for me to kind of let go of things because... Well, you were an officer. You officers have a hard time letting go of stuff and letting the real (laughs) guys do all the work. He was a gunny. He was a gunny. That's the best name you can have. Well, that was what my gunny used to tell me once I did become uh, chief warrant officer was he would draw a little box on the ground and was like, sir, get in your box. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, he, he would always try to... A lot of times, he, I would be like, hey, Guns, how did you make that happen? He'd be like, sir, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Plausible deniability. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you don't want to know. You're just, you're the procurement officer. You're the procurement. You just get stuff done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, they made me look good all the time. Um, relinquishing some of the things uh, I know that I need to do because this next year is going to be very busy with Favob, but I also I don't want to shortchange my customers as well. I want to, each customer that I'm dealing with, I want them to feel like they're the number one, and that's kind of why I I do it on all my contracts. I do I show up to all of the inspections. I do all of that because I want I want to be there for my customers so they know that I that you're committed um, that I'm yeah. committed that I'm there for them. Yeah, if I'm not showing up to things, then they're going to not get the same experience. But um, I, I think, Jason, with you, uh, honestly, you, you're trusted. Anything you say you're going to do, you're trusted, and that starts building that reputation that you have. And people count on you, and they know that when you show up, you're, you're backing up exactly what you're describing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as developing a team, I would love in this next year, might be this year, next year, looking forward to, yes, starting a team. Um, maybe bringing some more realtors in that have the same goals because I don't make as much money as a normal realtor would because I'm giving away a lot of my money. But I'm so blessed to be able to do that because, I, yeah, I'm retired. I have a good rating from the VA. I really feel that I'm blessed in that aspect. So the more money I make with real estate is the more that I can give back to the veteran. And then also when I'm given to Camaraderie Foundation, I only give 2.2% of my commission to Camaraderie after I get my check. And one day I would love to be able to give 22%. That's still something that you're giving back besides everything else that you do yeah, with everybody that's, else. That's on top of the rebate that I give the veteran or the first responder that at closing, I pay, you know, I help with some of their closing costs. It's not a ton of money, but you know, it's something. It's Everything something. helps. And then when I get my check, that's when I, I give to a camaraderie from that. But yeah, it, it exactly like you said, it's it's something that blood, sweat and tears, yep. you know, through the career, whether you whether it's two years, I know some people that were injured in boot camp, you know, and then they're like, Well, I never I never actually made it to a first duty station, was never deployed. But I'm like, but you were available. You signed. It wasn't like you were drafted. It was it was probably yeah. it probably got hurt in Air Force boot camp because we you know, we couldn't <laughs> us Air Force guys couldn't have handled a Marine boot camp. We we wouldn't have been able we to had do a that. Jeep. Didn't we have a Jeep? <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching them, they now wear tennis shoes and so I'm like, You seriously you get over to anybody that's listened to our other podcasts say, Okay, you guys have rehashed this before, but 
And you had talked about putting a team together. You'd like to have somebody that you can hand off things to mm-hmm. so you can do more for more people. It's not that Correct. I want to go make a ton of money for me. It's now if I hand some of these things off, I can help even more people. You're creating more yeah. jobs, more stability for themselves, too, to learn. Well, and a good friend of mine told me to remember one thing about when I first started. He said it's mission over money. And that's something that I've held dear to me. And I, you know, I started with a very good foundation and building that good foundation. That way, as things start to grow, that foundation will be there. As as you said, Craig, I'm very appreciative of the guys that refer me out. And I don't take that lightly because when I refer somebody, you know, my name is attached to that person that I'm referring, you know, so when I get a referral, man, I'm all over that, you know, because I don't want, I don't want to let down my friend, you know, but I also want to provide um, that good service. Your tagline on your emails is served the country, serving the community. And Mm -hmm. I think we've kind of, you already talked about that with the Camaraderie Foundation. You are now the new chairman. Three branches now for Favob, Orlando, which is the original, yep. Space Coast, and Tampa. You kind of you've moved up the ladder. Mm-hmm. You were at um, so ambassador. I, I start, yep, started off as an ambassador. I think I took a picture of that and posted it on Facebook. But, it, um, yep, and then your another next one is vice chair. Yep. And now they they didn't tell you when you took the vice chair that when something happens, you're immediate, you're automatically voted in there. So now you're the chairman of Favob, and it's an organization that Craig and I both have been a part of. We want to see it continue to grow. You relate an experience out in the lobby about referring and how that works. What do you want to see Favob do in 2021? The purpose of Favob is really to provide that veteran-owned business, the entrepreneurs, with the tools necessary to be successful. I don't have all of the answers, but I know a lot of people that do, or at least, you know, so that's why we network is so we can refer business to other people. I don't network for myself, but to help other people. But being able to provide them the resources necessary, because a lot of guys, when they're transitioning out of the service or they're coming down here and they're starting their business, they don't know what they don't know. And some of the rules with veteran-owned businesses here in Florida. So if we can provide those to individuals, then that's a win. But also we want to, you know, we do a lot of uh, after hours, uh, we do lunch and learns, we do different things like that. We just want to provide that camaraderie. But as you said, probably about six months ago, I had one of the, uh, right after Tampa stepped up or they started their chapter out there, I got a phone call from one of their board members. They said, hey, I, I looked up Bob Orlando, saw your name. I'm giving you a call. Can you please help my, my neighbor's son who lives in Orlando? Can you help him find a house? And the gentleman that, you know, that here is here in Orlando, he's not a veteran, but it all works out. And like I said before, I'll help anybody. But when it's a referral from somebody, then, yeah, I'm all over it. And and that's and Craig and I have talked about that before. Craig is real big on connecting people. That's kind of his, that's his, his, your jam. That's how you do things. We got peanut butter? We got peanut butter. Yeah, we got, <laughs> and jam. Actually, I do have peanut butter in here. You've seen that big jar in oh, my Oh, man, my you're office. killing me. <laughs> but that's really, for me, one of the reasons I haven't joined a lot of these other organizations, BNI, and I know there's a lot of great value in doing some of this. My whole thing was I want to do business with other veterans. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I don't know anybody that's going to sell a house. We're not going to sell our house. But I do know now with my relationship with you, I'm going to send people to you. And plus, you're working with Stacy Luna. We'll give her a little shout out today. You're working with Stacy Luna now. <laughs> 
Stacy's awesome, only because she's helped me with my nonprofit with mm-hmm. Kids in Support of Soldiers. But I'm going to refer people to you because I know your heart and the reason why you're doing it. And Craig talks about this all the time. It's all about referrals. I don't go cold call. He does. I I want to do business that have the same heart and passion. That's why we're doing this. There's no money involved here for this. I have a facility, so I want to be able to give back. It's one of the reasons why I want to have people like you in here. Yeah, we want to. We'd like to bring people on like you. We we know about you. We know what uh, your uh, loyalty is to the veterans. And uh, since we're all veterans here, we we all have different paths, different directions, know different people, and we get to the common goal. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is. Right now, I think we're in 14 countries, 29 states. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I haven't looked. We've at grown. The Tim, Tim I, till his first day, we're not going anywhere. I'm like, he, okay, man, we take naps. You're the you're the you're the numbers guy. <laughs> some of the some of the cities we probably need to give a shout out to. But what would what advice would you give somebody? And we'll speak directly to to veterans coming out of the military. You're like, I don't know what I want to do, and they're coming to Central Florida. We're still trying to figure out how we can get veterans coming out of service to start contacting. I think Tommy Maldonado was one that we're working on that. We right want to now. put something together so when people are coming out of service, if they're coming to Central Florida, in this general area, we want to start call this person for a house, call this person for a car. Mm-hmm. We want to start creating this database so people automatically go there. What would you? advise somebody getting out of the service that wants to be a realtor? Don't! No! No. No. <laughs> I would advise them to go get their license and then just refer me business, and that way I'll be able to give you a referral fee. No, Perfect. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> no, it, it is, it's very hard starting off, but it is, rel- in the grand scheme of things, it's relatively cheap to get your license and then to join a brokerage because once you get your license, you do need to be a part of a brokerage. You know, you have your yearly fees and things like that for your MLS and all that stuff. So I would advise people to have a little bit of money saved up. I try to maintain three months worth of three to six months worth of- funding, yep. Right. And so have some money saved to do that because, yes, it, there is a small startup. But then find a niche and run with it. There's a lot of different lead generation, a lot of different ways to find people to buy or sell a house or invest in properties. But you may not be good at all the activities, cold calling, door knocking, things like that. Find the one that you're successful at and run with it. And work it. Work it Awesome, hard. awesome information. That's that's dead on. Yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody thinks they can do it, but until they get involved with it, they realize they don't have those talents. And, and I think, yeah, I think that's really important is find your niche. Find out, and I still need to do that here. I bought this business in 2017. Find your niche and then really run with it. You've obviously found your niche and you're doing pretty well at it. We're going to do a tip of the day before we sign off. What is it, there's, Tim? And there's a lot of things we didn't cover today, but that's that's okay. Basically, two words. Due diligence. And that can apply across the board. Mm-hmm. If you're going to open a business, do your due diligence. Go to SCORE right here in Central Florida, Small Business Development Center. Get your business plan. Talk to people. Find out who in the business is doing it. You want to be a realtor? Go to somebody like yourself who does this and ask questions. Get advice. Do all your diligence. And the same thing with buying a home. Find a trusted realtor. Ask for referrals. Who have you used? Who provided you the best service? And do some work. Don't expect them to do all the work for you. I'm sure people say, okay, Jason, I want a house. How much is it going to cost? I don't know. How much does it cost to build a car? So, I mean, the more questions you ask, the more information you get from them, 
but have a plan going out there before you even start. Just do your due diligence, doggone it. Do your homework where you get like the ETS the Army has now going on for them. They got in San Antonio, it's about 13 other states. However, they've got that new program where uh, before you exit uh, 180 days out, they try to go through the motions. Uh, TAPS is in play. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great programs out there. Make sure, and I agree 100%, do your homework. I mean, we all say it. We, I, I wish we had that when I was retiring. We didn't have that magnitude. No, they didn't, they didn't have quite all this. When I was getting out, it was still 78 to 82. It was still post-Vietnam enough that nobody really cared you were getting out. And, and it's fine. I don't hold any regrets to that. I still have a hard time taking some of the benefits because I'm that same way. I served, yeah, okay. I didn't go through the things that y'all are going through now that have served, that have recently gotten out, but we'll have to see. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. You got a hearing problem. You're always, well, you're but, walking around with your headphones on. So that's helping you here, right? Yeah, it's, okay. it's helping us here. That's where we have microphones and uh, Well, and if I could say yeah. one more thing to the guys that are moving here, whether or not you're moving to Central Florida or wherever you're transitioning and you're going to spend the rest of you know your life after the service, you have, the veterans have a lot to offer because you were in position to res- a lot of responsibility. Make sure that you get with somebody that can translate everything that you did from your military service to the civilian sector because you really, really do have a ton of things to offer and people out here want to hire veterans. Your resume needs to reflect the things that you did, but also to make it appealing to the employer. To the civilian civilian workforce. Tommy, Tommy Maldonado was in here Veterans do have a ton of resources, and most of us just don't take advantage yeah. of doing those. And I will have to predict that 2021 is probably going to be an awesome year for Favob. And the only reason I say this, I have to say this, Baron Mills, Marine veteran, Marine major, right? He's a Marine major, mm-hmm. is now the executive director for that. Yep. And you've got a Marine and a chairman and a Marine and a vice chairman. We're charging Bunker Man, Hill. I'd and we're taking what, it. I, I'm surprised <laughs> there's not a waiting list coming on to get into FAVOB right I, now. I'm expecting some big things from FAVOB this year, and we're going to do whatever we possibly can to help facilitate that. What else we got? Anything else? Hey, support your local chapters, man. I mean, there's a lot of American legions, a lot of VFWs. There's so many. You just got to reach out to yep. somebody. And then Space Coast FAVOB. Tampa Favob, Central Florida, and of course, Mr. Jason Alderman with KW Realty, Keller Williams Realty. Thanks for being here today, sir. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.